Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. So as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely 100% be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, then jokes on you. I thought you'd get better. And you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. I'm I'm double fisting, actually. Um, So I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than you. It ain't going to so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. And here we are back for another episode of A Spirited Debate. As always, same fantastic crew, but a brand new topic. Maybe not a brand new topic. Maybe it's just a topic that we're repackaging in a new way. Who knows? Let's find out. How's everybody doing today? Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to change the intro up a little. Any better, okay. we'd be twins. Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> Told you I was going to try to match the energy, but it, it, it didn't feel right. You know, recording a day off of our normal schedule always throws me. Like yesterday, I'm sitting there looking at the clock like we're getting ready to jump on. My wife's like, aren't you recording? And I'm like, no, no, it's tomorrow. And then it just totally throws my day into fucking chaos sometimes. Because it's like, it's what I look forward to and it's what I prepare for. And then yesterday, I was like, shit. Okay. I guess I'll play some <laughs> I zombies. I play zombies all day. <laughs> well, I didn't get to do that all day. I got up yesterday. I was a fucking bundle of energy. My wife slept in. And then she gets up. And I'm like, okay, now I'm tired. It's like fucking noon. I'm like, okay, I'm tired. And she's like, let's do something. I'm like, fuck. Like, we really <laughs> yeah, need to get on the not. same schedule. I spent myself already. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was good. I got out of the house for a little bit, which was nice. And you know, you guys know I, I isolate myself considerably more than the rest of y'all probably do. So getting out, even if it was in the car, it was blue skies, beautiful day. I was like, fuck, man, it's nice just to be out of the house, not staring at the four walls. So, uh, all right. So let's jump into our drinks. This week, we did something completely different. This was not my idea. Uh, Haas, I think actually you brought this to the table or Grinch. I know it was one of you we were talking no, about earlier. Yeah, it was Haas. Yeah. And it was like, hey, we always try different drinks and, and we go to the cock app or whatever we do. We're perusing the internet or something we want to try. This time Haas came up with this fantastic idea that this week we would all try the same drink and you know, give some feedback on it. So there's no need for us to go around the table and, and talk about what everybody's drinking since we're all going to be drinking the same thing. So I'll go ahead and use mine as the descriptor of of the drink. So this drink actually came out, you know, Haas said, hey, let's do this. Grinch actually had a drink queued up, amazingly enough, and was like, hey, let's try this. Uh, And it is called the Corona Sunrise, correct? Uh, I think that's what it's called. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, So this is a Corona beer, and you, you drink out enough of the beer down to the label and then from there, you put in a shot of tequila of your choice. And then you fill it back up to the, the neck with orange juice, hit it with a splash of grenadine, cut yourself a little lime, jam it in the bottle, and then shake it up. And there's your drink, right? From what I read, that's the basics. Yeah, I would just clarify the 
shaking up is the tip over. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> tip over and then back. <laughs> yes. Unless you're unless you're celebrating, you know, like you just won the indie indie race or something. <laughs> right. Yes. You just tilt it. You you put your thumb in the end and you tilt it over a few times just to give it a just little mix. enough to mix everything gently. Right. So I actually didn't keep the bottle because it said you could pour it out. So that's what I did. I actually poured it out. You poured it into a glass. I, I poured it into yeah. A, a, a yeah mixing uh, glass, yeah. And okay. then I did a, a couple shots of tequila, a couple shots of orange juice, a splash of grenadine, and a splash <laughs> of lime juice. Oh, so you now, just did that, lime juice, not a lime, but lime now, juice. Now, is that right. all with one Corona, or did you pour multiple Coronas? Because you can't make like a punch bowl of this, right? I mean, there, there was partial recipe for that. You mean like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Look yeah. at you. Yeah. No, I, I, I did. See, one I, try, I, I tried to keep the dishes down. I just made it right in the bottle. So, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice. So, so Hosh, you said, is it just one, one Corona or <laughs> just one Corona? Yep. Okay. A little, little more to keep it. Exactly. And the reason why <laughs> was because I wanted, juice. I, yeah, I wanted to have that ability to kind of mix it to my personal preference. Right. right. I, Which is what honestly, I'm not a fan of Corona either, and I used the Don Julio tequila, which I think is very good, very smooth tequila. Very good, okay. So I wanted a little more tequila and a little more lime and orange juice mm-hmm. and grenadine in mine than I did Corona. So I, I made, yeah. All right, Mexican so you went- ninja shows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Haas, you went Don Julio yeah. as your tequila. Mac, what would you use as your tequila? Jesus, man. Uh, the, okay. The uh, so you went the rocks tequila. Yes. Okay. And Grinch, what did what did you use? Uh, I uh, Lanuzel, Lanuzel Blanco. Never heard. L u n a z u l. Yeah, I haven't tried it before either. They had the bottles that like made it super easy with the top, so I got a few of these. Oh, okay. That I could just, you feel like a giant with your little yes. bottle. Yes, <laughs> my hand is so big. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I also went with the Terramana. I went with the Rocks Tequila because I had enough left in the bottle that I could just drain it. Uh, it's probably more than it needed, but I was like Haas here. I was like, I don't care. If, if there's more tequila, so be it. So I just now, I'm going to ask this question real quick because we, we did have a discussion uh, this weekend with uh, Mrs. Mack. Um, do you feel that the Terramana Tequila has a smoky flavor to it? Oh, me personally? Yes, you personally. Uh, I don't know. Anybody else has tried yeah, I don't notice it. Now, Now, if you're asking that in, in comparison to the earthy, wet sock flavor of mezcal, <laughs> then no, I don't think it does. But it, it may. It what may have were, a smoky flavor. What if you pour it, pour it over a sock and then squeeze the sock? Bring it out into a glass? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, is that a clean like an old gym sock? How, yeah, how, how old <laughs> is taste? the sock? Personal how old taste. is the sock? Okay, okay. Yeah. You're like, you little, you like no, no, that sock's not it. old enough. Yeah, give it a little, give it a little yeah. stanky leg. I don't notice the smokiness. I didn't but, either. Um, she, we, we made margaritas the other night, and I, and I used that, and she was not a fan. She said it was too smoky. Oh, um, I that. Which like, one are you using? No. The Blanco. The Blanco. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. What yeah. we picked up yeah. in Greensboro. No, so I no, I, I don't notice it at all either. But you know, I think she likes the Patron or the Don Julio better. So, uh, are you taste bud blind though after drinking mezcal? Because I know you went through a lot of mezcal when you first. Got I did it. go through a lot of mezcal, and I honestly, I thought for a second about making this with mezcal. Um, and I do think I'm going to try that eventually. Maybe that might be the second Corona that I make at intermission. Okay. Okay. Um, to really, get, but but you're right, right? Could that have overpowered my my palate? It's, it's possible. possible. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. While we were, you know, nosing around different drinks and stuff, I did find another one that uh, we need to put in the queue, I think, 
uh, it happens to be on uh, La, La Nuzel's, um page, but it's called a jalapeno. Okay. And it's uh, the Blanco with a little peach syrup, uh, some dull pineapple juice, lime soda, garnish with pineapple, add sliced jalapenos to taste. Really? Okay. That, lo- that looks uh, pretty reaper, good. Little, a little reaper whiskey? <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty <laughs> good. Taste? It looks pretty good. Might have to try that. Oh, yeah, we can, we can potentially cue that up. But again, you've already had your drink That's right. Show, That's right. So we'll have to circle back to that. You just got bitch. Well, you know, here's the, My we shots have been fired. That's it. Right? <laughs> we can do rotations. Grinch picked this one, and you know, once we, we can do another rotation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, no I actually kind of like the fact that we, we're all tasting the same thing the same week and kind of comparing and contrasting. Um, I personally actually kind of enjoy this and i i'm thankful that i did it the way that i did because i think if i had done it the way it recommended it had been too corona strong and i wouldn't have liked it but having that extra tequila and 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 orange juice and lime and grenadine for me the balance that i made with it it made the corona a viable beverage palatable palatable fuck you corona (laughs) (laughs) Um, i I like corona so to me the, the the this perfectly fit for you. It, it was, yeah, it was a good combination. Um, and, and I would actually drink this. You know, I could see myself making this and drinking it all, sitting on the beach. Because as a, oh, as a regular. Just a straight Corona. Yeah, as a regular course of action, I think you, you, you tend towards tequila more than, like, that's not normally my yeah. go-to. I know it's not Haas's Grinch. I, I think you're more probably bourbonish. But, I mean, I know you've got a broad palate. But, Mac, you generally tend towards tequila. I will lean towards tequila yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So, so this works for and, and I like Corona. Um, what I think I might try this with next, if I can find it, is a Pacifico. And see how well oh, okay. It's very well, similar. Yeah, to or Saul. Saul uh, is another one that's got, like, a little less of that kind of bite, <clears throat> that crisp bite to it, um, right, you right. know, based on personal preference. But, yeah, no, I'm with you, Mac. I, I Man, this is an enjoyable afternoon drink for sure. I mean, I will be honest. I, I do brew my own beer. So, Mac, if you are a big fan of Corona, I can do this next time. I will piss in a bottle and just send it, send it to you if you want me to. Oh, I have no doubt you piss excellent. So I'd be good with that. Uh, mixed with a little tequila, orange juice, and grenadine, you'll never know. Um, can I get a little mezcal in that? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so, so you just drink the mezcal and cycle it through. Is that how right. that's going to work? You filter exactly. it right through your system. Right. So show right after a chew. Show of hands, because this is important to me. How many of you used fresh squeeze orange juice? Show of hands, how many of us live in Florida? It was fresh squeezed (laughs) by somebody (laughs) at some point. (laughs) All right, so real quick, around the room, uh, impressions. What did everybody think? Mac, you you thought this was good. Grinch, you said. I would, yeah. Aside from it being pink, I would definitely – Respectfully drink this. Okay. Haas, it sounded like you liked it, but it needed to be your variation of it because you're not a Corona fan. Yeah, that's right. And I knew that about myself. I knew it was Corona, um, which is why when, you you know, Grant suggested this last week, I was like, I don't even know if Corona is available here because I'm not searching that out. Um, Fortunately, it was. And yeah, I I knew not not being a Corona fan, I knew that, that I would probably need to spice it up a little bit. Plus, let's be honest, I I prefer a heavier handed beverage anyway. So pretty much at this point, you're just simply drinking a tequila sunrise, right? Yes. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he waved Corona <laughs> over the glass. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's a tequila sunrise with a kiss of Corona. It just, yeah, just has to there touch the oak. Just has to touch the oak. Well, plus I wanted hours. to have enough. I wanted enough for, for double serving, so I wouldn't have to get. It. Because if you just put it in the bottle, like I mean, you guys only made a bottle a piece back in Grinch, right? Like you don't have mm-hmm. a backup bottle sitting there, do you? 
not sitting right here. I no, have like yeah, seventeen right. of them. Well, yeah, I know you've got the punch bowl, which worked. So because you, so you kind of did the same thing I did, right? But did you right. do? Did you put each one in the bottle and then pour it in? No, I made it straight in the glass. So I, I put a Corona in the glass, poured the orange juice in the glass with you know the tequila. Just I followed the recipe in terms of stacking it: beer, right. then tequila, orange juice, shot of grenadine, and then I. I doubled all of the recipe and then added the other beer. As you saw, I just tilted the beer up in the glass just to leave it there for presentation. And since we're like all in on this drink right now, our pro tips are if you're at home and you want to make it to taste, recommend putting it in another vessel. Right. Tweak it until you like, because you're obviously going to be limited just in simple liquid volume. Right. But if you were like, if you were at the beach, you could pre-make, you know, six of of these or whatever and just, you know, pop the, cap back on it, throw it back oh. in a six pack or like upright in some ice. And you're good. These to go. would be good as like a yeah. Capri sun, like a slushy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a normal fan of like oh. slushy type, but like an adult. <laughs> we need, we Capri need to sun. find a, uh, yeah, we need to find a local tequila distiller that we could say, you know, Hey, why don't you, you prepackage it? this for us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I thought this was a win. This was a good choice. Grinch. I'm glad you, you yeah. put this out there. Yeah. I right on, right works. on. Yeah. Hey, we're all happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Wait, are we all happy that you're happy? Or if we're happy, you're happy? It, honestly, it yes. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one way or the other. I mean, it's really either or, right? Because it's really <laughs> I, I just said that because I feel like... Right? Yeah, sorry. Awesome. I'd be happier if you were in a tank top, but that's me. I know. Well, I know. I'd pref- I mean, tank top, I don't know, but at least sleeveless, man. Come yeah, on. Bert, help, help help I was going to go old Burt Kreitzer it's, or whatever his name is. It's just no just, top. Come on. It's muscle shirt. It's not a tank top. Two bears, one cave. Exactly. I can tie it up in the front. Could you? Could you? Daisy Duke, <laughs> tuck it through. All right, so uh, enough about our drink. I, I, think I mean, I'm not wearing any pants. If that helps, can you stand up? <laughs> oh, I just got, I just got moist. Yeah, <laughs> porky pig in it. There you go. Um, all right, so let's go ahead Where's and jump my into our topic. My shooter hanging out. <laughs> Keep drinking. So much uh, for pre-gaming. Yeah. As always, I say cheers to you, gentlemen, for another good show. Looking forward to it. Cheers. Cheers. Prost. All right, let's jump into it. So the topic of this week uh, is, again, not really one for debate. It's more just kind of the state of state of the union, where we're at. We know that it's been just over a year since COVID-19 was welcomed to the world with open arms. Uh, we've seen a lot of things change over the last year and, you know, new protocols in place, wearing masks all the time. You've, you basically have to carry hand sanitizer or wipes with you everywhere you go, socially distant. And so, you know, Mac, you kind of tossed this one out there last week was, you know, it's been a year and, and it's not about, hey, where is the world in the state of COVID? It's more like how have we had to adjust as individuals over the last year and where are we and what things have we had to do? I mean, is that what I understood the topic to be, correct? The, the topic is whatever you want it to be, sir. Okay. Um, no, that, that's spot on, right? I, I just kind of wanted to sit back and, you know, how, how is it? changed our lives and we, you know we can look at it from you know each individual person here you know what changes have you made um what do we think will continue to be you know things that will be put in place you know long term right. um you know and yeah and just generally kind of how it's affected us over the last year and, and where it, we think we're headed from there i believe it was thursday if i remember correctly this past thursday uh the b-i-d-e-n gave his first speech since being elected president 
Um, and one of the things he talked about was that he wanted 100 million vaccines administered before his 100 days. Well, 58 days in, uh, they met the 100 million mark. And so he said, by, 100, by my 100th day, I want 200 million vaccines administered. And that's a tall order, but we, we think we can hit it. So obviously, you know, people getting vaccinated at a rapid rate right now, I think, is starting to give people this air that, oh, I can go back to life as normal. You know, and, and I've got, I'm vaccinated. And so I can kind of return to the way things were two years ago. And I'm not sure that's the case. And when I went out yesterday, as I said, uh, you know, going out with the wife, I was shocked at how many people are out. Stores were just packed. I mean, I don't see how people can social distance when the fucking Home Depot parking lot is slap full. Like, that's impossible. I get people are wearing masks. I mean, you see that just as an everyday thing now. But, you know, I, I don't really want to talk about COVID as in, in the impact in, in terms of it. But in terms of myself, I think you guys know me. I still isolate in a lot of ways. I, I don't take a lot of chances. Again, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I have lost a family member recently to this. And then, and it kind of, you know, brings things home because I'm not currently vaccinated. And so I don't have that sense that, oh, I can just return to life as normal. And so oh. I, I do worry about those things still. And, and so, yeah, that, that's just me. And, and I think the important thing to take away from, from some of that too, is that, you know, even once you get vaccinated, I mean, I think the, uh, the Pfizer, which is probably supposedly supposed to be one of the best ones on the market as far as vaccines, is only, I mean, it, I shouldn't say only, I mean, it's 94% effective, right? So there's still a 6% chance that you could get, you know, the vaccine. And obviously we see mutations, um, you know, the virus taking on different forms. Uh, so we don't know that, you know, this vaccine will be effective against those different mutations now. So you can't just say, oh, you know what? I got vaccinated. Let me go start licking doorknobs. Or, or whatever, you know, I mean, you still have to be, you know, safe and, and cognizant of your surroundings, I think. Um, you know, maybe you can allow yourself a little more freedom, but, you, you know, you still have to be wary. Um, I, I think masks, masks will be around for another uh, well, <laughs> another year at least. Yeah, it's not just that, Mac, right? You can also still be a carrier, right? Like you said, and you can give it to other people whether you get it or not. So there's still some social responsibility that people need to be taking vaccinated or not, but right. Yeah. And sadly, the United States, I mean, in fact, it happened yesterday um, dealing with uh, people uh, for, for the dance thing the girls were doing. Um, It's still, people still apply politics to it and I don't get it. Like it's like a personal assault on their freedom. And at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, I, I, you know, like it, the way I view it is, and, and I'll sort of steal another person's story to illustrate the point, which was there's a YouTuber and he was talking about, he just, they were, they were ready to travel. You know, they wanted to go to the beach and they were choosing, they were thinking about where to go. Um, and I'll skip, you know, the, you know, the Atlantic coast right now is not that warm still in terms of water. So they were like, maybe we'll go down to like Miami. As you know, or I think everybody knows, Miami was a, a fucking nut house Shit that show. required, you know, administration of, you know, curfew to get it back under control. Mm-hmm. And, excuse me, this particular guy, you know, he's, he's got an online presence and, you know, he's been vaccinated, but the person was like, you know, I can't believe you've been vaccinated and you still don't want to go down there. Like, and, you know, in, in my, where I'm going with this is my point is, yeah, but did anything bad happen from not going? Like, I mean, we act like 
it's just all or nothing. Like the world ends if you don't do one thing or the other. And it's like, well, no, I just chose a different location because I don't want to be part of that madness. Yeah. Like I didn't want to go to Miami it, before. Right. Korea, I mean, but know, it's still, let's be honest, right? So yeah, I get your point. There. Right. It's still like, like the common, we don't need to let off the common sense gas. You know? <laughs> like, well, the problem could, is most people have to be filled up with common sense gas, mm, right? True. I mean, that's, that's They're already running on me. <laughs> uh, I did want to point out and, and, and how many of you are aware I didn't know this. My wife actually just got vaccinated last week, first shot. So I was happy about that. How many of you are aware that none of the COVID vaccinations are FDA approved or yeah, are not FDA not, licensed? Not a one. And I was like, but, she told me that. I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, it's not approved. It, it falls under what the FDA considers the EUA, the Emergency Youth emergency author, authorization. authorization, but it is not approved by the FDA. And you're going, oh, that's awesome. So they haven't done enough trials to approve it, but obviously they've approved it to the extent that they can do an emergency use of it. And God forbid, let's hope there's no issue, right? So then, then you go, should I get it? I mean, I don't know. And it's like you said, Mac, yeah, you can get it, but it doesn't mean you can return to normal life just because you got it. You still right. have to administer certain protocols for yourself because it's <laughs> not a catch-all. But I think that's what people in their head, they go, I got a shot or I got two shots. I'm good. I can return to some normalcy. Yeah. It's like saying, I got a seatbelt in my car now, whereas before I did it. So I'm just going to drive 130 down this road. You know, right. like, <laughs> it's yeah, well, an additional safety measure. It doesn't right. mean you just get stupid. Um, <laughs> Mac, you had a seatbelt that time that uh, you were in an accident. How'd that work out for you? Not well. Right. I'm just saying, um, but that, 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 that has to be a, con I mean, it is a concern for me. Uh, Haas, I was talking to you recently and you said where you're at in Austria, like shit's starting to go sideways again. And yeah, so you they, guys have this constant up and down over there. Yeah. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. I mean, we can't seem to keep, get out of lockdown and stay out of lockdown for more than a month or two. Um, <clears throat> we, we started our third lockdown <clears throat> the end of around, around middle or end of October, beginning of November, depending on who you ask. And we've been there since the beginning of February. They, they lessened the current lockdown on February 8th, and our numbers are, you know, somewhere between 2,500 and 4,000 a day. To, keep, to, to give you perspective, on our very first lockdown when corona first happened, the highest day total we had uh, was like 1,000 people. So we're, you know, we're pushing two, three, four times that on a daily average. And some of us do the variants. Um, the big problem is they didn't order enough vaccine. Um, there was the problem with vaccine causing supposed blood clots. Um, it, it, the, the bottom line is the EU has not functioned as a cohesive unit and individual countries, I don't think planned accordingly or ordered enough or whatever. And so the bottom line is there's just not a lot of vaccinations going on here, not enough. And so, uh, you know, and people are honestly, the weather's getting nice and it's Easter coming up and people are wanting to gather and hang out. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're on lockdown for three, four months at a time, um, when the government finally says, okay, I'm going to give you an inch, they're going to take a mile. They're going to take a mile. I mean, people are just tired of this bullshit. So yeah, things here are headed in the wrong direction. And, uh, and until, and, we're, and what I'm hearing from both the Austrian government and the EU is that it'll be the end of June, beginning of July before there are enough vaccines for everybody. So I figure in two, three months, maybe four tops before we even begin to see normalcy again. You guys, are, I think, are pretty much already there, as I understand it. Not that we and should I be. I actually know Americans. Yeah, I don't know that we are. 
I know Americans here that are contemplating going back to the U.S. and staying long enough to get vaccinated before they come back. Yeah, the funny thing about that, that though, is so, – so I actually was scheduled Thursday of last week to get my first vaccination. Um, I did have to postpone it because we came in contact with somebody who did test positive. Um, so, you know, obviously didn't want to go to a, you know, a room potentially full of people, you know, obviously some could be elderly and stuff and potentially, you know, share that with them. Thankfully we all, you know, we, everybody tested negative here. So that was good, but I rescheduled for tomorrow at three forty-five. but every time I tried to schedule, it was like, there was like one other appointment that was taken. Everything else was wide open. And I'm like, you, you know, you hear these stories of, you know, well, there's not enough vaccines to go around. There's not enough of this. But yet, it, maybe it seems like not everybody's going and getting vaccinated. And I don't know why. I mean, if all of those spaces are open, um, you know, why, why are they not? not being used? Yeah, why are they not being used? And actually, um, you know, wife and daughter are not eligible just yet. Uh, I think they open up the 1st of April for everybody else here in North Carolina, but they're going to ride up with me and, and, and be like, you know, look, Hey, we're here. You guys got any extra vaccines that, you know, we go ahead and get used. started with it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see how that works. But yeah, it's just like, it seemed like a, I, I would have had a lot harder time getting, getting an appointment to get vaccinated. I felt like, uh, than I did. And that may change obviously once they open up, uh, to everybody in the state, uh, 16 and over. But for now, yeah, it seems pretty wide open. So I've had people I work with, they're like, oh, yeah, Publix administers the vaccination. I went up to Publix at like, you know, five in the afternoon and they had shots left over because I guess once they break them out, they're only good for so long. Four hours, mm-hmm. I think. Something yeah. like that. So they were like, oh, well, it basically is a walk-in, no appointment. They're like, sure, we have, we have to do something with them, so we'll administer it. And it's like, well, shit. You know, and they're in their 30s, so they're clearly not on the list to get them, but they happen to be there. And we're like, hey, do you have any slots available? And they're like, uh, yeah, we do actually. And it's like, Oh, f- okay. Fuck. You know? Yeah. Cause they, and that was the problem. They were, you know, for a while they were throwing away vaccinations because it get, yeah, because once you break that seal or unfreeze them, I think whatever, you know, whatever the yeah. procedure is, they're good for four hours. So if somebody doesn't show up, they got to toss it. Right. So just real quick around the room. And I say real quick, it always seems to be longer winded than that. Uh, you know, I'd like to just go around the room and just see like, how is, has anybody's life changed? I mean, I know we've talked about this before in terms of like some of you isolate to a certain level. Some of you are like, I try to go out. I got to go shopping and do whatever. But we're a year on now. So in just in terms of your daily life, do you think that the, the, your life has changed or is back to at least some sense of normalcy for yourself uh, now that we're a year on? I, I mean, I'll, I'll jump on that one first, I guess. Um, I mean, I think it's more... Um, and I, I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Maybe it was online when we were gaming of how like it's kind of in your psyche now. Like even watching shows where everybody's acting normal, like it, it feels odd, you know, when you're watching it because you're like, oh, or you, or, you know, I was watching it. I was actually watching a video of uh, a Metallica concert uh, doing a cover of uh, Ramstein's Ingle, which was really curious. And you just see everybody packed at the stadium and you're like, it seems like so long ago, you know, like it, I think that's more right now what feels weird. Um, and then of course, you know, the whole who is in about on it, you know, who, who makes it a political issue and blah, blah, blah. Like that's become normal now too, 
You know, so you almost expect some fucking wise ass to be like, oh, Corona's over here. Is it not over here? You know, and you're like, just shut up. You know, um, I think that's more day to day. Um, because, I mean, you know, again, we're humans. You can adjust over time. We all hate the mass, but at the same time, like, is it that big of a deal? Like now I've gotten to where if I get in the car, you know, it's, it's almost like putting on the seatbelts. Like, do I, I got to make sure I got a mask, you know, in case I got to go in here and there, you know, like that's more the stuff that's on my mind. And then I'm a little more conscious of what all did I touch from start to finish from that interaction of that gas station, restaurant, whatever. And, you know, we jokingly say the hand sanitation station is in the center console of the truck, you know, <laughs> yep. and you, and like, you know, when we were all together, it's like you hand it around when you're done. Right. Thank you, Max, for always having it. Yeah. yeah. One person's the designated sanitizer. Yeah. They always yeah. bring them. I just yeah, it is. It is when you get your we're going to realize it was Windex that could have solved this the whole time. And we'll just, <laughs> win, <laughs> we'll just Windex everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. When you, when you go here. to leave the house, you're like wallet, keys, mask, sanitizer. I mean, like check, it just becomes yeah. a normal part of your routine now. Yeah. When you're walking yeah. out the door, I'm always like, shit, do I have my bag? Mac. And, and that's what we do. Like my bitch bag. I'm like, okay, do I have my bag? It's got my sanitizer, my gloves, my masks. Uh, yeah. doing, and, and we were all wear- very glad that you had that when we were in Greensburg. Right. <laughs> you know, we weren't having to carry everybody else's makeup. Yeah, <laughs> we got to do that for everybody. So thank everybody you. here, everybody here wears masks. Does anybody still wear gloves? No, no. Yeah, see, I, I still carry gloves and stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just because I'm, I'm like my sleeves. I wear long sleeves, right? Because it's still kind of chilly here, and okay. I'll use the long sleeves to touch door handles and stuff. But I, I think I it's gloves. it's Grinch. It's like what you said. Like when it's when this first started a year ago, I, I didn't realize how much shit I would touch. Mm-hmm. Right? You just don't think about you're putting your hands on everything. And so, yeah, it's like having gloves. I'm like, because I just don't know. So anywhere I go, it's like peel off the gloves, throw them in a trash can, get back in the car or whatever. And I think kind of what reinforced that for me was my brother was actually in a situation, Mac, much like you, where he got exposed to it or there was a belief at work. And he was like, oh, well, I share an office with a guy and he tested positive. And so he's like, I don't touch his keyboard or his computer or his desk. It's like, how the fuck would I have possibly gotten? And I'm like, okay, your office has a door. Your office has a door, right? Well, they don't work same shifts. They're never in the office together. But I'm like, your office has a door, right? And he's like, yeah, I go have a fucking handle, right? And he's like, yeah, I go, you touch that handle to get in. He goes, oh shit. And I'm like, yeah, that dude touches the handle to get in the office. And so do you. Yeah, you're not licking his fucking keyboard. Right. But there is a handle just to get in the office that you just don't subconsciously you don't think about that is such a natural action. Yeah, I think for me it's become, you know, I, I'm much more cognizant of of you know touching your face. You didn't realize and maybe that's just me, I don't know, right? You know, I, I didn't realize before all this started how many times, you know, I might, you know, go to scratch your your cheek or your nose or whatever. You know, and now it's like you 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 know, like I said, you know, I'm not wearing gloves, I'll open a door and then all of a sudden it itches and I'm like Oh, fuck it. It's Don't just going to itch because it. I'm not scratching it. Yeah, yeah. There's, so. there's nothing worse than being in a store with your wife and like you're wearing a mask and I have a beard. So the mask never fits right. And I'm con and she will literally don't, don't touch your fucking face. Like she's talking to a three-year-old. Right. Stop touching your face. Stop, <laughs> stop touching your face. And I'm like, God damn it. I just don't yeah. realize I'm doing it. And she'll slap my, she's like, you're still touching your face. I'm like, I can't help what? it. Like I've had to go out and get lotion because I've become somewhat OCD obsessive with washing my hands. 
I mean, I'm probably washing my oh, hands. I right? thought this was a you Friday know. reference. I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's a it can be, lotion. It can be two things. Lotion doesn't care. When you don't have Vaseline, lotion works. Well, that's not true. I mean, there's certain viscosity and you can't have certain scents and stuff because if you put in water perfumes and the lotion. Right. And then, yeah, right. I mean, water versus oil-based. I mean, you have to take all that into account. Yeah, you don't uh, want oil-based. Yeah, I mean, it breeds bacteria. <laughs> exactly uh you know and who, who wants an anal yeast infection um yeah mushrooms anyway uh why, why did you have to tack that on it that, it was already bad that enough. was on me i apologize <laughs> christ okay so anal yeast uh, i'm not infection. sure where to pick up from that uh, yeah. don't, don't touch your face after that that's, that's right, that's that's right. where do you go from nobody anal wants yeast infection no, nobody who, wants taint mushrooms right man who wake up with itchy butt and that was stinky finger is that what i don't Kandusha know said? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. i don't know man truffles truffles are expensive they command a high dollar on the market so i'm just saying let's take let's, 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 let's i don't know i don't know it's really Blanket it's been a year now. We're going to be beeping for like 20 <laughs> seconds. Just beep that entire segment. What you haven't learned, Grinch, is when we start to get uncomfortable, you know, you need to be like, Don, Chris, Dave, 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 because it'll just beep out everything. <laughs> beep right? out everything. Ah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Anytime it gets weird, just do something like that. I'll be yeah. like, fuck, now I got to beep that out. But, I, it, you know, what I was going to say is I, I think we all remember that scene from the movie Outbreak where they show like the water fountain, you know, and – like the airport and of course everything's normal then. So you, you just realize like how many things get touched by how many people in a period of time. It, and the thing is like, I, 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 you know, I think there's a value in like human bodies getting exposed to stuff and reacting to it and getting stronger. I think that's a thing, you know, <laughs> I learned that. At, I learned that at max holiday Inn. but um, <laughs> it's called evolution, it, it, but you know, otherwise like we, like we're, we keep saying it, it's just some basic concerns that are a little above normal right now. Just do your part. We're going to, we're going to get through this. We finally got some adults, you know, running the show and look how quickly we're riding the ship. And between the immunization rate and the herd immunity, like we're going to get there. And I, even though I'm still not going to get the vaccine cause I'm holding out for Reverend Copeland to blow COVID away, you know, COVID away. Yeah, that's, a, that's a noble thought. Noble COVID-19, COVID-19. So, so do you honestly think with that statement, do you honestly think we will return to, you know, say like 2018 standards in terms of normalcy, or do you think it is forever changed even with immunity and whatever? Well, like, is it ever going to be like it was? Yeah. And I think, I, I think, we've got more time under our belts now to revisit the discussion we had about, and we, we clarified in this other podcast. So if nobody heard this discussion, we're not going to repeat it all here. Go listen to that podcast, but how nine 11 left an imprint that continued on well beyond its time in terms of how airports operate screening, et cetera, et cetera. I think if this culminates and we don't continue to see like the new thing on the horizon, then maybe yes, we kind of go back to the 2018 world. If there's randomness or other variants that just, we can't quite, you know, get the brush fires all totally out. 
then we're going to see, we're going to see like, like hand sanitizer at the register, plexiglass in front of a register. Like all that may stay. I think that's just I become think the new stuff norm. like that. I think stays, that stuff's right? going to see. And I think, go ahead, Mac. No, 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 I was going to say, you're going to see the hand sanitizing stations all over the place. I think the plexiglass stays in place because let's be honest, you know, this is not the first, you know, this is not the first virus like this we've seen. I mean, there was SARS before this. You know, there's going to be, you know, the next COVID. And then after that, there's going to be the next, you know, virus that comes out. So I think some of that stuff, you know, is going to stay and should stay in place. Um, You know, I think we need to learn from, you know, what what we've done in this case to try and help slow the cause uh, to, to help, you know, stem any future problems. I do have a concern with sanitizer uh, usage as a whole, because I know uh, when you're using something, when you're using, no, I, I, I get its usage, but I'm saying, I know the body needs a certain amount of bacteria, you know, to, to help, you know, like you're getting a vaccination, right? They're basically giving you COVID so that your body builds up antibodies to it. When you sanitize yourself with something that kills 99.9% of germs, right? Your body doesn't get used to fighting off certain things. So you actually reduce your immunity to other Issues. And that's okay. If yeah, I'm so touching, here's what you do. You know, if you, I'm touching you, you, you get the vaccination. Little... Yeah, I get the vaccination. Get the, you get the vaccination, and then you just walk around and start randomly licking light poles or whatever. You know, what? whatever it is you did before. Like I going walk around through, barefoot going through, in TSA. Going, yeah, that's what. Right, exactly. Oh, going through airport security barefoot, which just skeezes me out. I mean, ugh. <laughs> I, I don't I mean, ask I don't you to lick my feet when I get to visit you. I mean, it's not like I'm doing he that. He just does no, that. No, but dude, you're like, you know, you got to touch your feet, you know, and then you're like, you know, eating peanuts on the plane and putting it in your mouth. Nobody's so eating so peanuts on the plane anymore. That's a whole other fucking problem <laughs> that we're not getting into on this I'm episode. getting those, what is it, right, Belveda crackers? They're, they're too cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Those Belveda <laughs> cookies are pretty darn good, though. Um, but, you know, I think, I think hand sanitizing will continue, at least for me, you know, like we mentioned, you go to the gas station and I pump gas. You know, I don't know who, the f- or, or better yet, I do know who all has been touching that gas pump handle, right? I'm going to sanitize after that. Now, That's you know, I if I walk in and I pick up like, you know, something from the Home Depot, a tool or something, and I, you know, buy it, probably not as worried about that. Because, um, you know, I, I, I just in my mind, you know, you don't have millions and millions of people touching that product. I could be wrong there. Don't get, you know, uh, that, that's okay. But, you know, those public places, you know, I, that's where I would continue to use hand sanitizer and, and potentially was even doing that before all this started and will continue to do it afterwards. Uh, and, and I think the truth is, if, if we were all being 100% honest, there's a, there's a line, as there always is with a person where, like, you could be called out as a hypocrite because you're like, you do it for this, but not for that. I mean, in an example is if I went to the liquor store and I touched one bottle and I went over and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I get this one. Like, I'm not, I'm not putting on hand sanitizer until I'm done with the whole place. Right. It's and not, sense. it's not, oh, I touched that exactly. bottle. You know, like, <laughs> it, 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 because it, we have a certain laziness quality somewhere within us. Yes. And eventually you just get tired of the shit. You know, like, like, let's say, for example, if you run out of hand sanitizer. You get back to the car after pumping the gas. Right now, you probably would go buy some or find something or go wash your hands in the bathroom, maybe. But it won't take a whole lot longer before you're like, 
It's okay. No, no. You bring up a really good point because I have had that happen before, right? You know, I've gotten out of a store or something, you know, normally, you know, throwing hand sanitizer. Oh, fuck. You know, for whatever reason, somebody took it out of the car. We won't even get into that on this discussion. But, you know, it becomes a, okay, I've touched the keys, the gear shift, and the steering wheel. I'm not touching anything else till I get home. I'm going to wash my hands and then I'll wipe down everything. Um, so, you know, and that brings up the, the thought process we talked about earlier, right? Being cognizant of, okay, you know, so I couldn't sanitize, but I'm not going to go, you know, start licking my fingers, you know, like I just ate a you know, thing of chicken, bag of Doritos right? and you or have the dust on your fingers. It, so in, in a comparison, a funny comparison is I think in your own home, if you go to the bathroom, do you wash your hands every time versus if you're in a restaurant or at like a friend's house, I'll admit I'm supposed I don't to wash, wash my hands, hands every house? single time. Right. You know, I, I pissed all over my hands. You know, like urine is supposed to be sterile. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> That's but exactly. It's like, you know so, yeah. what all you've touched and you're within your own home and you're like, I'm not washing my hands every single time, but I'm clean. Now maybe, I know maybe, maybe you said, yeah, say maybe, maybe you take some minutes on the toilet. Then yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. But right. I will say, uh, even before COVID, there'd be times I'm just in like a public restroom or a public restroom, and I'd be like, "This motherfucker just walked right out." Oh yeah, <laughs> you you a gross bitch. Yeah. Oh, so you shame that person <laughs> to follow them around, going, "This dude just pooped and didn't wash his hands." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they come like, out of the stall without washing. You're like, "You a nasty motherfucker." Right. Nope. It's like, yeah. hey, didn't your parents teach you not to? to uh, didn't your parents teach you to wash your hands? No, they taught me not to piss on my hands. That's what they taught mm-hmm. me. It's like, come on. A joke um, that is used in uh, the Negotiator with, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Jackson, I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's talking about being in the Marines and the Navy yeah. guy, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think unequivocally, a life is altered in some way. No matter how much normalcy we gain from moving forward from this point, I think like masks, you're still gonna see that. And and I thought it was interesting. Yesterday, we were dropping stuff off at Recycle. And we dropped it off and we were wearing masks and, and gloved up or whatever and, and dropping the stuff off. Well, once we dropped it off and we got done, we were walking back to the car. We were not, never went inside. You know, we were socially distant, but there was a trash can right there. So we're like, don't want the mask in the car, right? So it's like, we took off the mask, gloves, threw it in the trash can, hand sanitized, and we're walking back to the car. And for some reason in the back of my mind, all I thought was if people look at us and I go, these fucking douchebags aren't wearing masks. But they didn't realize the lead up was we were wearing masks. We did what we had to do because nobody was around us. But I was just thinking somebody in a car driving through the parking lot is going to go look at these piece of shit people dick. not wearing masks. I don't know why that. Is I, that it like thought. everything else in life? It's all about context. Right. But right. it creeped into my head and I'm thinking, fuck, I took off my mask. Now people are going to think I'm some douchebag out here acting like everything's OK. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't know why I thought reasons. that. <laughs> you know, I think for me, too, one thing. That, that I think I'll, I'll, is in my mind too now that, that will change for me um, is, is travel. Uh, obviously, a lot of things will, will, will change with travel um, and should potentially. But, you know, we, we've done a few, you know, a few trips uh, during the last year or so uh, with everything going on. But we've, we've kind of shifted to, okay, let's stay at a house where we kind of have our own little space, you know, get there, you Lysol everything it. down. Yep. Assume that they're doing, you know, proper protocols, you know, when they clean the place anyway. But then you continue to, you know, go above and beyond. 
but we we did when we visited um north carolina wilmington we, we did have to stay at a hotel and, and just you know if the at the time didn't put it together and then afterwards we're like what the fuck did we just do just m much like when we went to greensboro you know you're you're on an elevator which is a very enclosed space mm -hmm. you know there's no room service anymore right I, I, I say room service but there's no you know they don't come in and clean, you know, until you actually check out yeah, right. housekeeping. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So, you know, those kind of things, I think, mm. you know, maybe we'll continue to, you know, I don't know. Will we'll st stuff like that continue to not be a thing, you know, because let's yeah. be honest, all of a sudden they can start saving some money, right? <laughs> if they're not paying somebody to come in every day to clean your hotel room. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but since COVID started a year ago, Haas, you've been on a plane twice, right? You went to Greece. And then you came back to the states, correct? Yes, M multiple okay. legs, so technically more than two. Yeah, planes, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm yeah. saying you you've been on a plane, Mac. You have not no, been on a plane. I have been on a plane once. I was once. on a plane, right? Actually, one year ago, uh, I had to go to Kansas City. Oh, that's right for, for work. a trip. And right when there it was seven of us on the plane. Yeah, because this was right when everything started. Okay, we got on. We had you know like. The whole road to ourselves, you know, one person each had their own row. There were four of us traveling. Like two rows in front and back of us were empty. And we still got on. Took out the, the, the you know, the Lysol wipes, wiped everything down, the tray table, the seat, you know. I, I, and again, I'm sure the flight attendants were like, oh, fine, well, we don't have to clean this plane when we're done, <laughs> thankfully. Nice. So, you know, that, that was a little bit different because, yeah, that was right when everything kind of you know right before we went into full lockdown but right when everything was starting and okay but, but not since easy. since then you have not been on a plane no since then we have not been on a plane okay grinch we, correct me if i'm wrong but aren't you about to be a you're yeah. for the first yeah, yeah. time right yeah we fly next for, yeah i mean are you nervous my flying finished like right as it was starting to percolate okay you know the rumblings of what's coming out of china was there but mm -hmm. Yeah, but you were flying solo, right? It was just you, right uh, now. Well, I mean, the plane the was family. packed. Yeah. Right. No, but I'm yeah. saying yeah. now but you're he, flying with the family, correct? That's right. All four of us will be. And on the are plane. you nervous about fuck? We're about well, to get in the tube. It, 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 no, in the sense that, and th this was the point I was going to make that that coincides with this idea, which is the other unspoken thing is, and this speaks to when we all got together for the weekend is there's a certain amount of trust that you you want to build up societally, but you also build up amongst your friends of like, I trust you won't be around me if you think there's anything wrong. And, and in this case, we're trying to have, you know, we're, we're going to have faith in the protocols associated with air travel. So you're now it, trusting it, well, complete strangers. Because it, let's, it, well, let, let's be, I mean, the, you know, there are some screening techniques for when you, before you get on the plane, check temperature and this and that. Well, I think you have to have a negative test within three days before you travel. Yeah, so, well, it depends on where you're going. Yeah. You know, if you're leaving the United States, you know, like when I went to Maryland, I had to have one to get because in the Maryland building. requires it to get into the right. building. I could have driven to Maryland and gone almost anywhere. And well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you drive, but I think, I think to fly, cause we, we just booked, um, much to my dismay, as many of you were uh, 
Yeah, I can see you smiling already. We booked our trip to Mexico in July. You are um, doing it. So we we are doing it. Uh, so, but we did get insurance just to be safe, um, which I normally do not buy because I think it's a ripoff. But that's a whole other discussion. You're not taking um, a chance. It's now. like washing the undercarriage of the yeah, car. Or, where are you exactly. going? You going to Cancun? Uh, just outside of Cancun, Playa del Carmen. My, my um, boss just went down there with his family, and he said that, uh, or my boss's boss, uh, and uh, for spring break, and he said it. First of all, it wasn't even at capacity; it was like thirty-five, forty-five percent capacity. And they said that they were, they felt super safe the entire time. That's yeah, and, so, I, and I forget we went last year, right about this time, or right before everything started in February. Um, and, and you know, they had already started putting in, you know, all the hand sanitizing stations, uh, that kind of stuff. But but it will be interesting to see. Um, you know, what it looks like this time, uh, you know, as far as, because again, you know, am I going to get into a pool? Am I going to get into a hot tub with all these other people that I don't so, know? Well, a lot I, of I don't hot tubs are closed. I, I don't know if I would do that because hot tubs are nasty, gross-ass well, dishes. Yeah, a lot, a lot of anyway. hot tubs are closed, but, but the pools are open. Right. I, I will say this. I, I actually felt safer traveling than I didn't. Um, and, and what I mean by that is especially the flying, at least internationally, um, because of what's required at every segment or leg along the way and the constant oversight of that, right. I felt really safe about that. Um, with that being said, I still didn't care for, you know, the special snowflake next to me who, you know, decided that, you know, wearing his mask, you know, over half of his mouth, but not over his nose for most of the flight. I mean, that kind of shit pisses me off because it's like, come on, we're all having to do this. It sucks. I mean, but, truthfully, I don't mind wearing a mask. But having to wear a mask over your face for like an entirety of like an international flight, it, it, it kind of sucks, to be no, honest. I, I, when I went into the office one time, and, and I think that was like I was there for like seven hours. I had to wear the mask, and I was like, "This fucking, this blows." I don't know how these, you know. I mean, it sucks to have to do that all day, but you know they do it, and you know because, like you said, it's 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 the price you pay to keep everybody else safe, not just yourself. Um, because at the and, end of the day, the that's side, what it you know, is, right? It's not just yeah. you anymore. Well, and on a side note, we will post the mm -hmm. uh, the flight numbers for, for Grinch. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> if you're on that flight, put your fucking mask on <laughs> or there'll be hell to pay. Right. So well, Grinch, I, Grinch will put on the tank top and go to work. That's right. Yeah, that's damn right. right. But, I, I mean, just to point, like, answer the question, um, I mean, I'm cognizant of the fact that we have more moving pieces but I could probably argue there's more involved with getting in an airport and on a plane right now than this Walmart down here. Oh, <laughs> Which oh, is fucking packed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that was my point. As far as, tra as far as traveling goes, I felt safer traveling than I didn't. Right. And that, with, with one exception, when, when we went to Greece, the flight was fine, social distancing, masks, everything was wiped down and sanitized. But you have to, well, you don't have to, economically to go from Athens to Mykonos, we took a ferry and it's like a four, I think it's a four or five hour ferry ride because it stops at places along the way. Um, we booked first class because we thought, and we were right about this, it would be more socially distanced. But what we didn't take into account is that apparently no matter where you travel in the world, rich people are entitled, go figure. And there was a family with like four kids who the parents weren't wearing a mask, the kids weren't wearing a mask, everyone's touching their faces, their kids were like running up and like, you know, they were, some of them were younger kids, they were up and like touching us and our stuff and like coughing around us and shit. I mean, that kind of stuff I didn't care for and I would have thought people would have been more cautious. Um, but all things being equal, I think that, and I hope that um, 
the travel minded safetyness will continue to apply even after this because Mac was right earlier. This is going to continue to evolve. We're going to continue to have iterations of this virus. And, and again, Grinch, like you said, much like 9-11, like certain protocols in terms of travel will, are put in place now and they will probably just continue to just be the norm uh, in terms of travel protocol. I don't think that's going to change, you know, so but that will probably help. The airlines will still start selling those metal seats again. Oh, well, yeah. That's <laughs> Without a doubt. I actually exactly. hate that because I love, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I love having that extra room. I really do. Well, I, and, and, I saw your your note door to everybody. Um, yeah. I, I will just say, you know, one of the worst flights of my entire life was a 14 and a half hour flight from Kuwait to Philadelphia. And it was packed and there were tons of little kids. And I just remember looking in the aisle at one point and this kid was wearing no pants, this little boy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, are there, are there chickens like, in the back? Wait a minute. You know, like, that's an option? And right. I, I'm taking my <laughs> pants off. And I, I was about to say, have... if I see a kid running around with no oh pants on a flight, I'm taking my pants off. And when the flight attendant comes to me and says, will you put pants on that kid? I'll put my but, pants on. Hold on, though. Hold on. <laughs> and that's not the flight attendant's responsibility. That falls on the uh, fucking parents. parents. They, you <laughs> know. And in fairness, but, but go ahead, like sorry. somewhat in fairness to them, they just looked like they were like shell shocked and dying. Hey, you know, and yeah, I got We've it. all been there. Yeah. You have to fucking suck it up. Dude, you signed up for the fourteen-hour flight with a kid. That's on you. The well, you here's the here's the thing, and this is another like long international flight pro tip: is sometimes you think like if you're on like proximate one or two rows from like the class separation with that wall there, that might be a good thing. But a lot of times they'll put kids there because they've got like the bassinets or whatever that'll fold down. Uh. And I didn't know that until I was on that flight and I didn't have my Bose like white noise headset yet. And I was just like, I mean, by the time I got in, I was just like, somebody shoot me in the head, please. Look, I've seen firsthand how Grinch behaves on a train in DC when somebody's disrespectful. (laughs) I'm just saying. Those two bitches deserved it. And by bitches, they were two dudes, not not women. They were two dudes. You better put some pants on your kids, guys. That's all we're saying. When you're asked nicely to do something and you don't comply. to Denver. Wear pants. That's it. Uh, no tickets. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice, though? <laughs> if the airlines offered a no, no pants. pants flight. Yeah, no All pants the time. Flight. That's why I wear You know what, though? No where I, I don't think I'd want to be on that flight. <laughs> I don't think I would want to be <laughs> no. on a plane oh, full of a bunch of dudes that are willing yeah, to you, pay you extra fly to, the middle to of take off their pants. With people yeah. in no pants. I mean, you won't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> if Chris... <laughs> I just said it. Sorry, I have to beat that. If Haas is flying the overnight leg on a Friday night from Austria to, to the States and he's not wearing pants Friday night leg, that's not going to be good. I'm paying whatever it costs for the upgrade to get into first class at that point. So you well, yes, you don't have party in first class. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, in first class, is no pants, no drawers. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> you just get under the blanket. Nobody knows. <laughs> that's why I always – They're like, sir, are your clothes in a pile right here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do? This is first class, right? Which is this is what we gonna do about this? I saw you start, movie start wiggling your naked yeah. butt on the seat and just start settling in. How many of you have nice walked into girl. a store and you see that sign that says no shirt, no shoes, no service, and you're like, I should just come in with shirt and shoes only, no, no pants, pants, and see if they'll yeah, serve no me. Pants. It's like your fucking sign doesn't say no pants, anything no George, about pants, yeah. right? It was implied, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> get, you, get you like a hot pink thong. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's take a quick break. I know we need some people who want to refill, take a, uh, a short break, so then we will be back on the other side. Do-do-do, all by myself, all by myself. I just think people's 
willingness to to wait has begun to wane and now it it's kind of it's teetering on you know like you said i don't even give a fuck anymore like i need to get out and like i said I, yesterday when we got out just being in the car i was like god damn look at the weather and i'm out of the house doesn't even matter that i'm in the car but i was like i'm i'm just out and I, i'll be honest like coming to see you guys was a huge thing for me because the change of scenery was nice i've been in my house for at that time like 11 months and it was like i just need something else well, you're probably not always thinking straight though in in that sense that situation like I, I we were very careful while we were together but i think some people they get into that situation they get blinded by that situation and they're not always thinking you know in terms of their best interest in being careful we were because i think at the time you guys knew my reservation so you guys were always looking out for me like hey mac I'm going to have hand sanitizer. It doesn't matter. We'll fucking use it. We'll drink it, but it's going to be there. We were always socially distant from other people and we tried to maintain a sense of safety for each other. So, you know, that was super helpful in terms of putting my mind at ease. But yeah, you know, I, I did wrestle with that decision because yeah, I was scared. I mean, I'll admit it. I'm not afraid to admit it that I was scared. Like I don't want to be what I would consider a murderer of anybody else. Like if we were to get back Haas and something was to happen to you or God forbid your wife or something like I would feel responsible or any of you. And so I would not want to carry that weight around. So. And I think, you know, Haas said this, I think on the podcast, um, by the way, I'm, it's not deliberate, but I'm trying to do a steady reference to other podcasts to make get sure people, people listen. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, when I think your question on the COVID podcast was kind of like, what's your lesson learned when we were rapping? And back to Haas's point, you know, it's like the old Spock phrase, you know, for the good of the many. It's like, just do your part to operate within society and we're going to get there. Or let's say if you want to go to a beach, find one that isn't crowded. You know, like there's some just simple things you can do and still be just fine. And again, these are first world, mostly fucking problems of like, Oh, I want to go to the beach. Okay. There's right. still people that are wondering if they're going to eat tomorrow. Like yeah. in the grand scheme, I swear to God, it's not that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> you know? I feel like an asshole now. They're talking about going to the beach next week. You're right. That. That's it. Right. And not that's the thing. That. Like we'll still go. We're going to go out and eat a couple times, but we've made reservations a little bit earlier. Um, I think we're sitting outside at a couple places where, you know, and we're going to places where I know they're still socially distancing. So I, I, you know, I feel a little more comfortable with that. Yeah. It's just a weird situation that you just made a comparison between, Hey, the economy needs you to go out and now you're weighing that against your safety. And, and I get what you're saying is do the yeah, right thing. Intelligent. Yeah, it goes by the Grinch's old thing, the pain threshold, right? And I think there's right. a mental health pain threshold here. Oh, without a doubt. But well, I think I my, think a lot my of mental health outweighs the, the, the country's economy in terms of safety, right? It's like, I'll do it when, when I absolutely need to do it. I will step out of my house when my mental capacity can no longer take staring at these four walls. Yeah, and it's, it's the age-old individual actors in a system that's like based on game theory. I mean, it's if I had 10 people, I would rotate through them. Right. And I'd be like, Hey, on this day, you plan something and this day you plan something and, and you'd manage it that way. We can't do that. There are 270 million individual decisions being made or whatever number we're at in this country now. And I have no idea what my neighbor's doing or the 30 other people who have decided that restaurant's the one they absolutely want to eat at today. Right. But again, in the grand scheme, you're still going to get to eat. Right. You may just, 
get there and you're like, I'm not comfortable with the number of people here and you go to a different restaurant or you get DoorDash or something exactly right. like these aren't that big of a deal compared to the sacrifices others have made for, you know, <laughs> that are way worse. Like you're still getting food. Like the supply chain, despite oh. this fucking ship that's jacking Su- up the, the Suez Suez Canal. <laughs> yeah. and you, you guys are running out of coffee and toilet paper. Good luck. Yeah. But you stop and think about it. I mean, you go back to when this all started. I mean, there was a run on flour. There was a run on baking supplies because people were doing that. They, they were staying in. They were just kind of shifting the mentality. Okay, we're not going to go out and eat all this time. But we're going to go spend that money elsewhere. And we're going to, you know, maybe we're going to start baking together as a family or cooking more meals inside as a family, um, which I thought was a fantastic thing. I, I was really happy to see that. And, and I think that's going to quickly go away. Um, because I think people are at the point now where they're like, fuck it, I'm tired of cooking inside, I'm going to go outside and eat, and, and hopefully you'll see, you know, the economy will see that boom um, when, when it's time to see that boom. Well, they talk about people were staying indoors last year this time, right? So greenhouse gases were going down because people weren't driving as much and things of that nature, and you know that's now changed. Like, people are really right. trying to get back out there and pretend like, I don't know, convincing themselves COVID doesn't exist. So their life doesn't know, doesn't need to change anymore. Well, it, it, it was funny because I got in my truck the other day and um, I had gotten the oil changed right about the time all this started. And, and, and I looked and I don't know what made me look. I looked at the sticker. I've only put, and I know you know how I've done this, 3,000 miles on the truck in a year. Yeah. And that That's even seems right. high. I'm like. If, if I hadn't driven to Maryland. <laughs> yeah, if I hadn't yeah. driven to see you guys. Exactly. And now though, I'm at the point where I'm like, I haven't even come close to the mileage, but it's been a year. I should probably go ahead and change the wheel anyway. Right, because the car's just been sitting. And, and yeah. again, the, you know, the old, there's another adage. It's like, you know, never let a crisis go to waste. Like there's a silver lining and opportunity and everything. I mean, look at all the companies that just started adapting and changing and began to thrive and they're still doing fine. I mean, like, I mean, we joked in our, our chicken sandwich wars and whatever. Like I got the inside of the Chick-fil-A isn't full. But that drive-through line is fucking jamming. Like, the and Haas, you spoke to this when we were online the other day. Like the and you said it earlier. The potential energy's there. It's just it's bursting at the seams right now, and it's a mat. It's more. I think we're we're at a weird point of like, can the vaccine keep up with where society's ready to go, versus is society going to wait for the vaccine to do what it wants to do? Well, and, and, and I think this is where we were going earlier, Thor, right? Are we going to change to, you know, will we see more DoorDash, more, you know, Uber Eats, people doing that as opposed to going out? I, I don't know. For me, no. I think it's a- if I'm going to, you know, I think to me, if you're going to go out and eat, there's something to be said about going out to a restaurant and eating. The food's a little bit better. Um, by the time it gets to you, you know, it, it's not quite as good. Yeah, um, I'm going to say you that have first is, world problems, right? right? Without a doubt. That but, has been my one my one major disappointment with COVID is like eating out, like and like you're saying ordering it in in terms of eating out versus ordering in. Like ordering it in and having it delivered, I have been so disappointed with food. I mean, at that point I might as well cook myself, right? Because it's yeah, going to be fresh, it's going to be good, but, it's going to be hot. Fresh. Or you're also a bit of a you know, you, you, you cook and, and you cook. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you're a food and drink snob. Yeah, we'll just say it. You know, and I'm not going to say we haven't been disappointed in some of the stuff, but I tell you what it does is, is really separated the wheat from the chaff for us. Like we, we've got about five or six places that we rotate through on a regular because we know the consistency and the quality is going to be there every time. And every other place is falling to the wayside. 
what that does is that gets rid of the crap places. So, I mean, it creates a better marketplace, I think. And to kind of go back to what we're, you know, the original portion of this question is, I think it's going to be a combination narrative. I think there's a certain sect of society that doesn't like or is tired of being around people. Um, and then I, and, and so there's kind of, it's kind of created a better society for them, a little subsect society for them. Um, and I think in tandem with that, the rest of society is, is social by nature and, and they're going to gather. Um, I think, and I hope, and I believe that public institutions and government and health uh, uh, ministries and departments will continue to hopefully garner uh, and, and profitize, you know, safe health through washing of hands and not touching your face. You know, the kind of shit we were taught in third grade. It's not rocket science. And, there, and there's well, some basic tools that I think are going to normalize as well. I mean, they, they aren't fully functional yet, but I think they'll, there's some goodness that will come from some of the tools of like, you, and again, this is Big Brother watching. They, you know, people aren't going to like it. Um, of, do you activate the function on some of your apps that are like, "Hey, you were at this restaurant. Somebody has tested positive. They recently went there." People, you know, they like freedom to feel safe. It is, oh, yeah, yeah. Really? It is. I mean, again, that's that's yeah. a whole other conversation it's, it's, we have. I guess yeah. I have to go out how, to how know our, that. How our right. children it, will never right. understand privacy. Right. right. I mean, it's privacy versus public health, and uh, you know, and but if I can't, I'm. I'm Maybe I'm digressing here for a second. Um, another industry that's near and dear to our hearts is uh, we talk about things that have changed. Media has forever changed. Yes. This HBO deal, like some of the way the movies are rolling out from here for, I, you know, we may Concerts. have to get Tyler back now that we've had some more yeah, time. I don't to think go, there's any right. going back. Holy I, shit. Where are we now? Cause we things all, are different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can all agree that the traditional movie house is done. Well, movie theaters uh, are done. Is I'm, it though? I mean, or, or I think so. are people going to get to a point where, you know, they're like, fuck it. You know, I want to get out. You know, I, I know there was a point where some of the, the big chains were, you know, it was like 80 bucks. You could rent out the whole fucking theater and, and invite, you know, people that were in your inner circle to, you know, to come see a but, movie. Yeah, or, but that well, means it's changed. Though. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're renting changed. out a movie theater space, and that may be an evolutionary thing that occurs, which I think sounds really cool. But I don't think we're going back to where you're going to be packed in a movie theater with, you with know, strangers, 300 of your, of your closest stranger friends. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But then the question, it begs the question, does that change the film industry in terms of what they can earn financially in terms of making a movie like no, spending 300 no. million to make a movie and you're not going to make that back well, again, it I, does not change it well, it, it I, changes the way they earn that money back I mean I, you know, yeah. we, we've talked about this on another on some, you know again I'm going to go with Grinch on some of our previous podcasts with music and movies you know Napster completely changed the way music is you know is kind of consumed by the consumer for, for lack of a well, better and phrase. disseminated as well and, and disseminated right you know people fought and fought and fought against napster and finally realized that you know it's not worth the fight let's just lean into it and figure out how we can still make money leverage it and they to, do yeah so I think, without a doubt, you know you're going to see the movie industry now is going to be and i think to me it seemed like it was already headed in that direction and i this is maybe just the thing that's pushed it over the edge right Digital content was there already, so well, you know and, why why I had to go to a movie theater to watch a new release movie when I you know 
charge me the same amount. Let me watch it at my house. Am I, am oh, I yeah. you know, yeah. with no pants on? Well, it, like my plane. Right, I was just to say, I mean, one of these points Tyler brought up specifically, which was it's the shared experience concept, specifically with horror films. But um, I know we're, we're, we're in the rabbit hole. I'm running behind Alice trying to chase her. I, and I'll just say quickly, there's an article that talked about Disney Plus changing their, their rate because they plan to roll out Black Widow, you know, on stream and in theater. These are the game changers that we don't recognize now that that are going to resonate, you know, from here forward. I want to say kudos to Grinch. He's referenced like five previous podcasts. That's right. And and I was trying to go back and actually find the name of the the podcast. Um, I think it was Lost in Translation. It was. With with Tyler. Martin Olich. Um, Martin Illich. So, yes. you know, if, if you want to go back and listen to that, feel free. That That's the episode. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'd love, great to, episode. I'd love to have him back on and just say, hey, you know, we it's should been do a, a few months with him actually. Yeah. In terms of perspective of, of movies and, and really his job as, as a film commissioner, how does that affect what he does in terms of bringing production houses to this area and, and whatnot? But, um, but, but you're yeah. right. I think things like that are going to change. You're, you're going to see more of the, you know, the Uber Eats, people ordering food out, um, you know, more of the digital content for movies. People um, renting private spaces out, you know, yeah, to, to get, yeah. so they don't, they don't so have they to share with anybody outside of their circle. Yeah, It's weird that, you know, 60 years ago or, you know, the 1950s, the 1960s, like having your groceries delivered was the norm, right? Like people would have groceries delivered, stay-at-home moms because dads were, you know, they were the kind of the stalwart in terms of working and earning a paycheck and mom stayed at home. Like they had groceries delivered. And now we've cycled back to that 60, 70 years later where yeah, people see, are back to, to ordering though, groceries and having them delivered. I, I don't, that, that's one thing that, you know, and I don't know, maybe that's just me. I it's prefer you. to go, nah, fair enough, I'm done. No, um, no, but I why? I to go to the grocery store why? and pick out, because I don't trust that 17-year-old that's you know picking out the groceries to get you know maybe the potato that i want or you know the fresh broccoli but if if you're ordering pasta or or let's say you're ordering sauce and you go i want staples but hey yeah i'll say that i mean because mrs grinch did it this morning she started to do online because yesterday was a long day and it's been a long week for her and she was like you know i was spending more time like scrolling through as opposed to the aisles reminding me of various things but either way, we know some things are going to change. Some people will go, you know, full tilt until I'm never going inside again. Some are like, no, I'm always going in. But I think I, here, here's why I think some of the, the broad strokes of change will occur, which is we will now collectively be a little more cognizant of the circle we interact with. I think between we already do it in social media, you start to, Defriend, you know, unfriend, whatever. Like-minded. You birds start. Of the you, it's right. You you start picking out certain locales that you kind of know what to expect. I I sort of, and that may not be a bad thing, because no, that connected tissue may get stronger because you kind of tighten your circle a little bit instead but, of you just well, always go wherever. It, 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 but I will ask this question though. I mean, diversity is a good thing, right? Interacting with people that have different mindsets with you isn't a bad thing. Without to, question. To the, extent, to the extent that, you know, yeah, they're, that, not, so social far, media's they're the, not so far opposite on, that they're right. not willing to listen, right? I mean, right. so, you know, that, I, and I don't it's know the thing. That's a great it, thing. It, 
Right. You want civil discourse with opposing views. Right. You're not going to get that at a Walmart, you know, or a grocery store. It, Fair enough. And, and, in, and, and, and to the same point, if I knew everybody I was going to the theater with, I'd be stoked. Right. We're all in the theater together to see a movie we're hyped about, like the new aliens, whatever it is. Right. And I have a pretty good idea what you were doing last yeah. night and that you were sanitized. That's right. It, after the fact. We may see little aspects of that that trickle in a little more of like there's some crowd like a, you crowdsource a movie you know like weird things like that that right. more shape as opposed to i'm going to the movie and this motherfucker won't shut up you know like i, 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 or, or, I tell or, you to Hoss's point i, I, I think I the biggest i won't put his mask on right you know the, the the biggest change we've seen will be in in corporate corporations um I, just about every article i've read my own the, the company i work for everyone's reducing their footprint their their, their physical corporate office footprint um canceling yeah. traveling i mean no one's really traveling for business anymore unless it's absolutely necessary yeah and so um we, we, to touch on that sorry, i mean no, you know I, I worked you know you guys all know i worked from home uh my previous job for you know good six seven years right before i left um, and went back to the office uh, with my new job. I, I feel like I've been more productive now, again, working from home because I don't have, I mean, I, I had a 45 minute commute each way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at four o'clock, I was out the door because I knew it was going to be five o'clock before I got home. Yep. So now four o'clock. Well, That's right. Know, humans another, were, were burning around two hours a day. Yeah. Just I got another 45 minutes. I can get, you know, by the, the way, most of the time you've got to sit at the back of the car in front of you means you can't really get anything else done unless you do, you know, public transportation, which is a whole right. other discussion. Now, I will say that I miss you because that was, you know, that was time where like I would decompress, I would sure. listen to music. Um, so I do miss that from that extent, but I could have gotten that in a 10 minute commute. Uh, you, so. you know, it's, it, it's funny. And I, I know we're probably creeping up on time here now, but uh, you know, whenever I'd follow a, a travel request that had to get approved, like one of the things you had to click was like, this meeting cannot be accomplished virtually. Right. And there's a huge value in going to a conference because you get so much more done, not in the meetings you network. I absolutely subscribe to that stuff. Or like, look, I got to fly to the middle East. It, it, there's no VTC that's going to compensate for walking the project ground. Right. Or you're but, coming to Tampa but, and you know, you're going to see me. Well, that's not right. Only that, <clears throat> well, it, go ahead. Just Chris, real, real quick. It, it, yeah. It's just real quick is, um, uh, my youngest daughter does speech and debate. They had to do it all virtual this year. And it began to beg the question of why are we putting 30 kids in a bus driving eight hours for a full weekend's competition to drive back? When we figured out how to do well, it. Well, because there is, there is some bonding. There is there, some bonding. There is. Some social, social aspect. aspect right? and yeah. that, that's where I was going to go with that. Think right? about the economics of that school mm -hmm. having to raise money in travel and spending eight hours in a bus, which is but, risk. Well, it's risk. But think about they, they, a, they've now they've now paid for gas, which put money in somebody else's pocket. They're going to have to eat while they're there, so they're put that's putting money in the local economy. You know, I, I get yeah, what you're but, saying. But what it does, it forces the other, it forces is, these other places though to pivot and think outside the box to generate new revenue. Well, not only that, but I think it's evolution the becomes. You know, do we do we you know, in that, in that instance, do we say we're going to do one kind of off-premise debate where everybody kind of gets together, you know, and we do that, but everything else is virtual because no. there is something. 
And the reason gonna, is because I'm gonna continue my they don't want to be responsible if, God forbid, something happened to a child. Nobody wants to be responsible for that. Yeah, the, the liability, the legal right. liability well, issues of that. But hold on. Sorry, I Matt, mean, they, they've been doing that shit for years and years and years. And guess what? We're all still here talking. Yeah, but I, now so, they're you know, scared. I mean, yeah. let, well, let's not get too far down that hole. But Yeah, I was just going to offer. The point is, there, there's, you know, and we've talked about it here on previous podcasts. You know, this is great. I get to see you guys, you know, once a week, if not more. Yeah. But it's not the same as like when we got together in Greensboro. You know, there's something to be said about that that physical contact, which sounded really bad as I, I can, got I it can out of my mouth. I can reach out and touch you. I touch you. I touch you. Ooh, that felt good. Um, so, you know, I think there, there's going to be, you know, to, to your point, Grinch, there's going to be some travel that I think is still beneficial. But yes, I think, you know, kind of those random trips that it's like, well, we're just kind of getting together to fucking get together. Yeah. We don't know why. Yeah, those will kind of become more virtual and continue to happen that way. But Well, for example, I attend several legal conferences and or symposiums every year. And it's the same like two or three or four every year that I attend. They, they were all virtual last year. And so far, the schedule for coming right. up for this year, they're all virtual. Um, and candidly, it's more efficient and it's more cost effective. But I'm not sure I garner or gain as much as I used to out of them. That's it. Whether right? it's you're networking or the social part. Yeah. That's I, it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. not it's not just about you know, pulling in and retaining all the information. If that was the case, fucking post everything online and go read it. You well, know? I, it's it's gathering it's it's that networking that you and Grinch talked about. It's the social aspect of, you know, meeting some of your coworkers that you don't see on a regular basis, going out and having a beer and getting to know them. A you beer? Can't really, a, a beer. beer. <laughs> Who has a beer? It's, it's like a shit. Nobody work. nobody eats it's just one beer. And uh -huh. shots. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's well, like you know, and scene. But I'll, I'll just say real quick. It, 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 you know, I'm a happy medium guy. My, my point is oh, yeah, you are, this sure. school okay. that doesn't have the financial capability can now participate in something yes. and it becomes more a choice and an option vice and all or nothing. And that's really where I want to be is in that we're getting better and better about our, our virtual presentation skills and interactions because the world isn't getting like, isn't getting oh, less connected getting you know some of these companies like if you're in singapore and london and new york and you need you need a snap meeting okay i don't expect everybody to fucking fly to new york you know like right but there's a there's a value in teaching skills related to this type of interface because screen presence is a thing and learning that is valuable and then it becomes more pragmatic decision making because I totally agree that's a separate skill set of if you're in person, there's tremendous value in like, you know, I've never seen this guy face to face. I've talked to him on the phone a hundred times, thousand emails. We finally got to meet. Holy shit. Good dude. You know, like I, I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. So I, I, I want the best of both worlds. Well, and, I, and I think you, you sent out a meme earlier today, if I recall correctly, that, you know, again, kind of really just hits the nail on the head, you know, for as far as that, you know, I just got off a call that could have very easily been an email. What the fuck? You know, I just spent 20 minutes and they could have been like a five minute email, you know? So I think we have a lot of that in this world, um, which is not, you know, anything to do with this topic that we're talking about, but no, but you know, I, I think it does, it has opened up the virtual, you know, and, and God, 
damn it, if I had, you know, been smart enough to invest in Zoom and, and you know, Microsoft Teams a year and a half ago, I would have been, you know, the smartest man in the world, obviously, because <laughs> those platforms have just exploded because well, of that reason. Or you would have been the secret Chinese government agency that put this, this disease and virus <laughs> in play. His fault. The Kung flu. It, it has been an interesting year. It has been an interesting shift in terms of how we deal with things. And again, you guys have pointed out, I've made this statement that I am considerably more probably isolated than the rest of you just because, you know, it's how I choose to approach things right or wrong, good or bad. But at the end of the day, I think everybody, at least for the four of us, you know, we're looking out for our own well-being, the well-being of our family. And when we are coming in contact with strangers, friends, family, people around us or in our orbit, you know, we do our part in terms of making sure that we're not putting anybody else at risk. I think I would say that across the board. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So. I'm nodding as all our listeners. Yes. Know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I just have one question and this kind of harkens back to the lotion at the beginning is Haas. I'm curious, is sanitizer, is that appropriate for lube? Right now, right now, Grinch is going. To no quality viscosity no. to it whatsoever. No, absolutely. Like, yeah, no, you don't do that. Come I'm on, an amateur, though. and even I know that. All right, Daddy. So, his Daddy always said that there's like a penguin bird. It don't fly. At the end of the day, lube uh, or sanitizer is not a lube. That's You're that's aware. That's a dolphin bowl. If you take, if you take anything away yeah. from this, <laughs> but I think the world. I, mean, I think across the board, the world has changed for all of us. So yeah. no, and, and, and yeah, and I think to Grinch's point. There, there are going to be things that will stick, you know, and, and will continue to move forward and will be the new norm. And right. there are other things that will fall off. Right. Much like Popeye's being the best chicken sandwich. In case you haven't listened, that's a, an episode. That was episode 130. Just be aware. But just so you know, in that podcast, uh, it's not the best chicken sandwich. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There was I muted you. The king, the king remains either king. Way, I unfriend you. Either you know, it's it's like Metallica looking over at this one hit wonder, going, hmm, "That's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. we're still here." Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna throw this out here real quick. So we're talking about food and um, smoked I'll Gouda triscuits. Fantastic. Is, oh, they are smoked Gouda. Yeah, smoked Gouda tris- triscuits. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. The Corona Sunrise, fantastic. Yes. Smoked Gouda Triscuits <laughs> and the Corona Sunrise, not a good combo, but I no? couldn't stop eating them. <laughs> okay. That's your opinion. Um, but as always, I have loved being here talking with you all about this. You know, it's Absolutely. as always, it's enjoyable. Um, and, and hey, at the end of the day, if nothing else comes out of this whole pandemic, we've started a podcast and we've got to hang out, you know, every week for at least a year. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully other people have enjoyed listening to this. So that, that's kind of come from this whole pandemic at least. Yeah. We're, we're one episode shy of 50 episodes, 36 weeks on uh, doing this. So, I mean, it's been one hell of a journey. Yes. If all of that was brought about because of COVID, then I'm good with it. I mean, COVID I'll, I'll take, COVID-19. <laughs> I, I blow you <laughs> the breath of God on you. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was totally worth it. I'll get my vaccination and we'll move on. You know, I don't think life changes just because you get vaccinated, but I, you know, I imagine a lot of people do have that mindset. Uh, but as always, I do love being here with you guys. I have enjoyed it immensely and I do appreciate your perspective and opening my eyes to certain things. So thank you. Mm-hmm. 
As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at A Spirited Debate or on Twitter at Spirited Debates. Feel free to press follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, we'd like to say, Roast Empire. Salute to Why? Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Such an ass.